Welcome back to Shaking the Pod, Adam. The show where we <laughs> shake, shake the pod. Shake the pod. At you. Um, I'm joined by the boy who lived, that very hungry salamander, Mr. Nicholas Wilson himself. And today we've got a special guest from across the pond here to break down one of Harry Potter's most anticipated sequel. Actually, the only Harry Potter sequel. Um, we've got, you know, famous for her recipe of cilantro lime rice. Uh, <laughs> flawless reproduction of Jorge's tofu marinade. <laughs> Uh, about to go just watch some apes out there. Just really observe some tailless monkeys. We've got Julia with us in the booth today. Ooh, pleasure to be here. Thank you for coming. All the way from London just to do this. All the way, yeah, this is this is why I came. I mean, I can't think of any other reason. <laughs> we appreciate it. You're welcome. <laughs> so we're here to talk, what are we here to talk about today? The, the cursed child. Oh, you say cursed? That's interesting. Oh, I didn't even think... Well, yeah, I guess you could say cursed. Is that, a, is that a British thing? Did they say cursed? I don't know if anyone said it out loud, because it's not like... Actually, yeah, no, you know, yeah, no, I think they did say cursed. Oh, okay. okay. No, it, it, sounds, it sounds cooler. It sounds it? more Harry Potter-y, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> okay. What's your favorite... Before we get into it, what are, what are sure. your favorite um, British British slang or vernacular that you've picked up? In it? In it. <laughs> no, I, I don't think I've... I don't think I've picked up any like I don't I don't know <sighs> there's one you've definitely part way through your stay though you started saying <laughs> thanks uh, you started saying thanks part way through <laughs> <laughs> before that <laughs> no you started calling your flat like mine and you would like call my house yours you never said that before oh instead of your place and my place you'd be like yours like I'm gonna go back to yours or Going back to my Oh, mind. yeah. I guess a little bit. Yeah, I guess that is slightly British. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, no, off the top of my head. I, yeah. I can't think of any others off the top of my head. I like flat. I like flat, flat too. Yeah, I think if, when I get an apartment, I'm going to call it, call it flat. <laughs> it works. Uh, I like I've been watching Terry Girls a lot, and they say they've got your man in it when they don't know the actor in a movie. I like that a lot. That's unrelated to British slang, but I still think it's cool. Like, if I wanted to say Timothy Chalamet in, is in Dune, but I forgot his name, I would say, like, it's got your man in it. You know, that pale boy with the high cheekbones. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good description. Yeah. What's your favorite slang that you learned while you were in Britain? Ooh, um... Spent a while there, so I should have, <laughs> have something good for you. Yeah. I don't know if this is slang, but I learned uh, from Julia's friend. I learned the phrase, to be fair. Oh, yeah. She would always be like, well, to be fair. <laughs> yeah. Before she'd say something. It sounds sophisticated. It sounds better than just kind of um, blundering into your statement yeah, or, yeah. or saying, um, yeah. yeah. Plus, then everybody knows that you're in a clear, objective, like, you're about to <laughs> right. say, you're about to say some facts. <laughs> I feel like I need to occupy silence <laughs> okay, in, yeah. in order, like if I'm in a conversation and somebody says something to me, or somebody's talking, if I need to like get my point in, but I'm not quite sure what point I'm trying to make is yet, okay. you gotta make some sound to signify that you're about mm. to talk. Oh, okay. but when you say, to be fair, it sounds more sophisticated, yeah. it gives you time to think Yeah. Yeah. what you're gonna say. Yeah, a lot, yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. I think we're gonna need to talk about your need to occupy silence at a later <laughs> date, though. I like, that statement's gonna need no, some backing. Cause, like, I don't think I'm a particularly talkative person in social settings. Just 
if I have a point to make and I want to interject into conversation, okay. but I haven't quite mapped out exactly what I'm going to say, okay. you got to make some noise to kind of like get <laughs> you got to make some noise. Yes. Everybody give it up for the point Nicholas is about to make. But anyway, the curse of the child. <laughs> the curse of the child. So the curse of the child is fucking long. <laughs> you said it's a play in two parts. It's in two parts. So I, I attended part one at... I believe 2 p.m. the day I saw both parts. And the first part is two hours and 40 minutes. Holy shit. Alone. You know, because it has two, it's got act one, act two. That's like the length of the band. Yeah, that's a full. You could almost watch Uncharted twice. <laughs> <laughs> that's insane. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was already a lot. Um, and then there's a kind of like a two hour break in the middle, and I had dinner, and then. You go back at 7 p.m., and part two is two hours and 35 minutes. Oh, my God. <laughs> Are you supposed to watch it in the same day? You don't have to, but when I ordered my tickets, it just automatically gave me the same day, and I was like, well, I guess what, that's what I'm doing that day. Because that's like five hours of, of play. Yeah. That's a lot. That's it, crazy. It, it really was a is. lot. And that's not, as far as plays go, that's not normal, right? It's not just... Oh, a- no. Yeah. that's the. I'm pretty sure that's the only play like that on the West End right now where it's in like two parts. It's like really ridiculous. Jeez. I mean JK Rowling really just wants to occupy your time, huh? <laughs> <laughs> but that's another thing is when I was um going to take notes on like the plot of it today, I looked it up and it's not actually written by JK. Oh oh she had a part in this like she had a part in like writing the story I think but it's mainly written by like this other guy I did not write his name down (laughs) interesting yeah but it seems like they probably like it seems like he wrote it and then she probably she and another person had a hand in like editing it editing it and stuff that's interesting because we were saying when you read after you saw it and you are telling me about it we were saying it sort of felt like a fanfic right yeah exactly Yeah, especially because you'll, I mean, you'll see, but they rehash a lot of the plots of, like, the original stories, okay. so it does feel pretty fan fictiony. Hmm. It also centers on, like, the children of all the main characters and stuff, oh, so... which is super fan okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. How do you guys feel about taking sort of, like, established beloved characters and then doing a story... A story them. Like, doing a story about them... After the fact, and sort of, can I get some examples of other media that does that? Oh, that's a good question. Star Wars, Star Wars does it a lot. Yeah, uh, and with, in that case, I'm not a fan. I feel yeah. like a lot of the times it feels like they do that because they're like, "Well, people really like this content. What's a way to make more of it?" Which is not yeah. like the original they make to tell a story. So I guess it was. It's like, did you like the Hobbit? Like the movies? No, I really didn't like it. Yeah, because there shouldn't have been six hours of movies about The Hobbit. Yeah, a story that has sort of an arc for its character over Mm -hmm. the course of several volumes, Mm -hmm. it's weird to then open up another story that's sort of like change like retrospectively changes yeah, yeah exactly, arc, exactly which i think yeah. happens in star wars and I, yeah so i would say i'm not a fan like if there was like a genuine book about harry potter's kids because like they wanted to tell a story about his kids that's fine mm-hmm. but like telling a story about his kids because people like their dad is weird yeah, yeah. and they they don't really uh 
They do Harry a bit dirty in the play, for sure. (laughs) 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 All right, I can just jump right into the plot if you'd like. Okay, so the main character is Albus Potter, which is Harry's son. And it kind of starts off where there's already a bit of tension, like father-son tension, because Albus is the first Potter to be sorted into Slytherin, which is like a big deal. And he's like, you know... Anyway. <laughs> so Harry's not as accepting as he would So, see. yeah, so Harry is kind of like, you know, that's fine and everything, but then as it gets later, he just doesn't know how to relate. It's like one of those strained father-son relationships. Okay. He doesn't know how to relate to his son. Albus is, like, trying to grow up in his shadow and stuff, and so it just doesn't seem to be a good time. Which is, I mean, sort of fair, given that Harry had... <laughs> No parents. Yeah. yeah. I guess. Because at first I was Who's thinking... Who's role model? Serious? Like, yeah, like, seriously? That's... Because <laughs> um, <laughs> at first I thought... I feel like Harry has, like, good dad vibes. You know? But then I was thinking, it sort of it sort of makes sense. Well, that... th- think about his, like, high school journey. He gets in, he becomes super wealthy immediately. Yeah. And then yeah. he also becomes, like, a star athlete. Like... Outside the whole Voldemort thing, he doesn't face a lot of challenges. Well, except that, like, the first ten years of his life, he's just this horribly abused. Yeah. He kind of swung from, like... He had, like, a... <laughs> maybe, I, maybe I do mind at the one. <laughs> um, but he kind of swung from, like, extremes from, like... That's my sink. When we when the laundry machine is running, my sink just vocalizes. <laughs> I'm fired, though. <laughs> um, but <laughs> Harry kind of swings from extremes of, like, having nothing and poverty to having, like, everything. He's like a celebrity. Also, yeah. like, undergoing child abuse. Yeah, then exactly. being, like, yeah, living lavish at Hogwarts. Like, they're making all these exceptions for him, and he's, like, yeah. he's getting mad bitches and such. And, um... <laughs> 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 he went to the Yuletide Ball with my paddle and Cho Chang and him. She's like a star seeker in her own right. He's like never single for long, you know? Wait, really? I, I don't think that's accurate. <laughs> well, after book four, Harry's not single ever. Oh, I guess I guess that's true. I guess he's kind of a child in books one through yeah. four. Were yeah. you getting bitches at 13, bro? No, I guess not. Fair. <laughs> I retract my statement. The point is, Harry, like, I don't understand when he would have had time to learn normal childhood enough to be a normal parent no yeah yeah. it's like a celebrity who's super famous at a young age and then it just sort of yeah the rest of their life is kind of weird also his like closest thing to a father figure i feel like would be dumbledore and dumbledore kind of raised him for slaughter so he did do that (laughs) he did kind of leave him with admittedly abusive people for like a while for like a long for like a decade yeah. Um, so anyway, so he makes this friend, who has a very unfortunate name, I feel, uh, Scorpius. Scorpius Malfoy. Yeah, I do remember that that's what they, and I <laughs> thought that was really weird because, I don't know, Lucius and Draco seem like more normal names compared to that. <laughs> very silly. Scorpius is, yeah, it's ridiculous. And Scorpius is very <laughs> unlike his father. He's very nerdy and kind of meek and stuff. Um, but the big thing, both of them are kind of bullied because Albus is sorted into Slytherin, but Scorpius is rumored to be the son of Voldemort. And the rumor is that 
the rumor is that Draco couldn't have kids, so the Malfoys sent his wife, Astoria, who you don't meet, back in time to nah. have sex with Voldemort. Nah, you're like, <laughs> no, that is no. the plot point. Are you kidding me? That is the no. rumor. Which is, which is insane because they, this is what I'm saying about negating characters' arcs. Like, by the end of the Harry Potter books, like, Draco is not a Death Eater. I He's, like, thought, just a scared yeah. kid. I thought he married that lady, that Slytherin girl whose name's tied with a P. Oh, oh Pansy? Yeah, Pansy, Pansy Parkinson. Parkinson. Nope. Astoria? She's not mentioned at all. Oh. Some woman named Astoria. And you, when this rumor, you know, you're hearing about the rumor, you don't see her, you don't meet her, and then you, in, like, a couple scenes later, you found out she dies. Damn. <laughs> so... They made him time travel to get cucked like they didn't think of anybody in the modern age. It's a like rumor. It, it's a rumor. Oh, okay, but, okay, okay. But like, but still, if they couldn't conceive, there was no nobody else <laughs> that they yeah. thought would be a suitable yeah. like surrogate. Like, that approach is inconceivable. <laughs> it's an, oh. uh, <laughs> Come on, that's a good one. one. <laughs> <laughs> I should miscarry that whole idea. But anyway, um, that's insane. That's the what the fuck? Yeah. So. So that's that's the rumor that's out there. Uh, Astoria dies. So then, whole whole drama between Albus and Harry. Just like Harry does not know how to parent, and Albus is being you know like a moody, rebellious teen stuff. And um, so Harry, as kind of like a peace offering, tries to give Albus the blanket that uh, Harry's mom like kind of wrapped him in before they've died so it's like the last thing the, the, the thing he was like brought to Privet Drive in it's like the last thing it's he like has ratties. from his ratty's fuck decades old but the sentiment it's like the last physical okay. thing he has from his mother all that stuff and he also you'll see why this is important later it sounds really dumb now but he also with that gives him a love potion from Ron because Ron manages Weasley's wizard wheezes with... Is George dead, too? No, you know, he's not dead, but they they manage it together. That's where he works. So these are kind of like going back to school presents. He's entering his fourth year now. A lot of time has passed. They give him a love... That was rapey in the original. Why why is it rehashed now? (laughs) He doesn't bring it to school. He doesn't want it. Oh, God bless him. But why is his dad... Yeah, wait, why are they even selling that? (laughs) I don't know, but um, it's, it's... Surprisingly important to the plot. Okay, okay, okay. I can't <laughs> Even wait though he doesn't it. bring it to school, so it's basically school. they have this they have this fight because Albus is like, I don't want your ratty ass blanket. <laughs> fair. By the way, that's a fair take on that. Also, which I yeah, I think it's really valid because he gives Albus's older brother he gives him the invisibility cloak. That's so much yeah. better. Isn't that so much better? That's way better than the shitty like, give, give right? them Give him the map. I know, right? right? Yeah, no, he just gets a blanket that has no invisibility powers. It also has no oh, value to him. Like, the, its only value is sentimental value to Harry. Yeah. yeah. He's never met his grandma. Like, he doesn't... What, yeah. What the fuck, Harry? Why are you yeah. doing this? So, they get into this big fight, and Harry straight up tells Albus that sometimes he wishes he wasn't his son. Jesus Christ. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Like I said, they do Harry really dirty. <laughs> He's like, not even just like a kind of bad father. He just like straight up takes it way too far oh multiple times. 
But during this fight, Alvis spills the love potion on the blanket. Again, that sounds like a very small detail. For some stupid reason, it's very important. Okay. Um, I'm so excited to when we get to where this comes back. <laughs> so, Harry is head of magical law enforcement. Cut what part? <laughs> you didn't say anything. <laughs> we can um, talk about this later. <laughs> cut, the, cut the tape. Um, but in, uh, I guess a raid, he confiscates. Apparently all the time turners have been destroyed, but... He confiscates an illegal time turner that's found at this house. It doesn't matter who it was. Um, and Amos Diggory, who you might remember as Cedric Diggory's father, mm-hmm. hears rumors that Harry now has this. Uh, well, Harry and Hermione. Hermione's minister for magic, and they Whoa. decide. Yeah. No, I like that for her. No, yeah, yeah for sure. Absolutely good for her. She's yeah. living a good life. She's like the best one. She yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's the least problematic. Yeah. yeah. Except for that polyjuice bit in book two, where she like yeah. tried to steal the identity of several other students, just for a sec. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, there's more polyjuice. Oh, let's go. <laughs> um, but so Amos hears the rumors that they have a time turner in their possession, and he has a meeting with Harry and asks him to go back in time and bring Cedric back. Oh. Which is Which an is insane request. A huge, <laughs> huge ask. Yeah. Major ask. <laughs> that's not that is not a light favorite. That is a yeah. that's a big deal. He feel he feels like Cedric died for Harry, so Harry He puts can, his death on a fourteen year old? Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. And I mean like Harry so puts it died. Harry puts it on himself too. That's like a big part of like all of this but harry lies to him says you're mistaken we don't have a time turner there are no time turners they're gone but albus hears all of this hears his father lie to amos and is like you know what i'm gonna bring back cedric he's no emotional attachment why would he do that because he's got daddy issues he's upset with his father and he's like i'm gonna write my father's wrong basically it's it's pretty okay. dumb. Okay, so he's like, I'm gonna be better than him. Yeah, okay. yeah. He wants to like be a hero too. Also, it kind of seems. Is, like his a name, is, bit. is he the one whose name is Albus Severus? Yeah. That was fucked up that Harry named him that it's, too. It's a dumb name. It's first of all, it's bad. <laughs> Second of all, Severus Snape was like a bad dude who like the only reason he did anything was he was still hot for Harry's mom. The whole yeah, time. it's it, yeah, it definitely doesn't. It's weird. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So. On they're now heading to their fourth year at Hogwarts. While on the Har- Hogwarts Express, Albus convinces Scorpius to come with him to go bring back Cedric. So they escape from the Hogwarts Express. There's this whole also I remember this very vividly. There's a whole scene where they're on the top of the Hogwarts Express. They're gonna jump off, and the lady who the trolley witch, the trolley yeah. witch, she's like she, they like find her and she's pushing the trolley on the top of the train, and you're like, oh, haha, that's so funny. But then she's like, I've never let anyone off this train before, <laughs> and she does this thing where she raises her hands in the air, and you see like her fingers grow to like a foot long. Oh. For some God. reason, it was terrifying. How do they do that? Yeah. On I don't theater? know. I don't know. There are a lot of cool effects. They would do like incendio, and it would just be a wand with like no sleeve around it, and a fireball would shoot out of it. And I was, I was, oh, yeah. That's amazing. They had a lot of cool like on stage effects. I the budget was 
Oh yeah, like crazy. <laughs> but why make why retcon the trolley witch into like a mythical creature with? I don't. Yeah, like, I don't. Know. Nobody was asking for trolley witch lore. She was just. Uh, yeah. This is why. This is why it's so long. Is yeah. they add in details like this. Like I'm. I'm. There's a lot I'm not going into. Like there's a whole like kind of romance between Scorpius and Albus's cousin Rose, who is Rose Granger. Hermione and yeah, Ron's Hermione daughter. Ron's daughter. It, there's a lot of unnecessary stuff. Wait, Aron and Hermione divorced, or did he take her last name? Oh, no. Rose Granger Weasley. Sorry. Oh, no. They did a hyphen situation. Oh, no. He should have just taken her last name. It's yeah. true. She's, she's the president. She's, yeah, she's the minister. <laughs> yeah. She runs a joke shop. Yeah. How, how is hers the middle name? That's absurd. So, so basically, they, they like hype it up like they're about to fight the trolley witch, and then they just like jump off the express, and like her being there has no effect. Oh, wait, so her claim that she's never let anyone off was like easy. yeah, they, <laughs> they just they shattered just, her record. Literally, they just jump Damn. off, and she's like, no. <laughs> Is fired? For I don't know. <laughs> oh, okay. But wait, why are they jumping on the train in the first place? Because they they want to go get Cedric back, so they want to go to Amos Diggory oh. to talk to him about it. Okay. I mean, not not it, none of it makes perfect sense, but you just kind of have to be like, okay, that's what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, so they go find Amos, and he's kind of he's living like in an old people home. <laughs> and they have those for wizards, I thought they looked they like do. hundreds of years old. I th- that one guy did because he had the Nicholas Flamel. Yeah, Nicholas but Dumbledore Flamel. was like super old too. Yeah, that I was just. He, did, did Dumbledore? Use the philosopher's stone for a little bit. Maybe that would. That he was partners with Flamel in his research. Yeah, Flamel yeah. was like five hundred years old. So how could they have yeah. been partners? I don't. Because by the know. time they met, he would have been. Forced. That's a good point. That's forced. a very. I think it was. I think he might have discovered like other uses for it oh, beyond. Okay. I don't mm-hmm. know. Also, Flamel is in the Fantastic Beasts. Is he? Actually? Oh really? Yeah, the second. Have you seen the second one? No. Yeah. He seems very frail, and then he, he like saves the day at the end. Oh, spoilers! Oh. I just thought it was. <laughs> I just thought it was weird. There's a really good book series called "The Mortal Secrets of Nicholas Flamel" by Michael Scott. If you read it, it's pretty good. Is it a Harry Potter thing, or is it a no. different Flamel? No, you know he's like a real guy, right? No. No. What? Uh, yeah, he was like a French alchemist. Oh. So. Not, he wasn't actually a mortal. I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, uh, that'd be sick. He was like a real man. Sorry, that's off topic. Yeah, sorry, so they jump off the train, they go to find Amos Diggory's <laughs> yeah. so old they retirement go, home. They go to find Amos, they find him in the retirement home, and he's being cared for by his niece, Delphi, um, who you're just like, oh, I guess she exists now. And uh, they're like, we want to help you, we want to bring Cedric back, and he's like, your children. Um, but they're like, we really want to do it. And he's like, all right, fine. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's that easy. It is kind of that easy, yeah. Because, wow. I mean, I guess they really didn't need to go see him. Like, they could have just done it. What I was wondering is why they're jumping off the train. So the time turner doesn't change your space. It just changes your time. So yeah. I thought they'd take the train to Hogwarts, then go to where the Triwizard Cup was, then turn it a bunch. The thing is, they don't have the time turner yet. Why are they going to him? He definitely doesn't have the time turn. I know. I don't know why. I don't know why they go to him. But basically, Delphi goes with them to help them. Oh, okay. That's okay. that's the one so thing that so comes out of So they got the girl for the trio. So now they, they got, got the girl for the trio. And the girl. We're set. Yeah. This, this Literally. Is the formula. <laughs> it's go time. <laughs> Literally. So, but she's like, I think she's in like her early twenties, and they're like 
fourth years at Hogwarts, so, so like she's like kind of older than them, which is it's kind, kind of, of a weird age gap. And there is a bit of like Albus like definitely has a crush on her kind of thing. It's like a little strange, but uh, you know, oh. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So then with Delphi, they break into the Ministry of Magic. Using Polyjuice Potion. Classic. Which is, has worked on the Ministry before. Yeah. It's and a, they have still not yeah. like, plugged that leak. Yeah. It's overused. It, it's kind of like a get-out-of-jail-free card, yeah. They introduced that in season, or I mean, book two, right? <laughs> yeah. And then it's just like, used so many times. It's yeah. confusing also because like, how would you trust anyone in the right. wizarding world? Because Literally. it's like so easy for like children to make this yeah. Yeah. and break into the government. True. Like, if the president every, like, six months was found out to be an imposter, we, were, like, we, we, like, never did anything about that. Like, every time, we were just like, oh, I guess that wasn't the president. You're surprised every time. Yeah, like, what? This 14-year-old, bro- like, there's yeah. no, like, mad magic metal detector or something? I don't know. Nope. They just go right into the telephone booth, and it's like, hello, guys. Come on in. So. Go. Sorry. This is. No, this might be a dumb question. Is the Minister of Magic an elected position? I think so. Okay. I don't know, because they asked Dumbledore to do it, right? I think it's elected, like, by the Wizengamot. Oh, interesting. Maybe. I forgot they were. That's so odd. So it's not, like, a popular Because there's not, like, parliament, right? It's not a mirror of the... Uh, No, there's no... That's a good point. They have the... Yeah, all I can think of is the Wizengamot, where they, like, proceed over, like, all court cases, basically. Yeah, the judicial system is wild. (laughs) It's crazy, right? It is pretty wild. Because they hauled in a child for, like, the Dementor thing. They were like, this was you. And it was, like, definitely not him. And (laughs) they were going to, like, convict him. And they just, like, vote on it. Yeah. Yeah. With, like... None they of them have were like there. a 15 minute hearing and they just moved on. <laughs> they yeah. were just like, a use of magic was detected yeah. in your area. It's gotta yeah. be you. You're going to jail, yeah. buddy. You go into an island prison as a 15 year old. What the fuck was that about? Yeah. Pretty wild, but. Um, good thing that it worked out for Hermione, though. Happy for her. Yeah, yeah good for her. <laughs> yeah, honestly. Good for her. <laughs> She's good, yeah. But she. Yeah, so Delphi transforms into Hermione. Um, Albus says, I don't want to transform into my father. So he transforms into Ron. And Scorpius is the one that transforms into Harry. So they go in. And first of all, Hermione is the minister for magic. And all they have to do to get into her office, Alohomora. <laughs> but she's the one who... She was like their cue, like if they were bond, like she was always like, oh, we got to put wards on this so that nobody yeah. can sense our tent. And yeah. I got this bag... And yep. she doesn't even yeah. magic lock her office? Nope. Which, like, it's really basic question, why is it even locked in the first place? Exactly. Which, you made that point, that's not really my point. But, no, yeah. yeah, no, exactly. But they get into the office, and sure. before they get in, um, or no, at, at, just after they've gotten in, Hermione comes walking down the hall. So, Which is the classic polyjuice thing that always happens. Yep, mm, yep. True. So Scorpius and Delphi go into the office, and they're like, Albus, you have to stop her. Albus is, he is as her Ron. Husband. As Ron. Oh no. So the way they're like, you have to distract her and make her not go in. So of course. <laughs> of course, 
the way he distracts her and gets her not to come in is kisses her multiple times. Oh, no. That's his aunt. Oh, Oh, no. Yes. Why would they... It... Who wrote this? There's got to be a better way. Like, J.K. Like, Rowling. Like, you can go up on the sheet. And it's yeah, just, she like, I like, write apology juice. This is how it goes. <laughs> it's that little uh, spice. It. Yeah. Yeah. That's a... It's Come a good on. pun. It's a good pun. It's a good pun. <laughs> it's just like the high bar for like a good pun isn't like... It's like, you know... Yeah, no, so yes. so that's how they get in. <laughs> totally unnecessary detail of... Hermione could have just not walked by, you know? Or, like, he could have just been, like, one of our kids is sick, we gotta go, you know? Or, yeah. You know, just yeah. something else. Or he could have even played up his own thing. He's like, Albus is missing. No, he jumped off a train. Like, our nephew. True. Yeah. And then he's like, nah, I'm a... That's, that's weird. Yeah. It brings up so many not plot-related questions. Yep. Yeah, so they go in, and she's hidden the time-turner, like, in an enchanted bookcase, so there's this whole thing where they, like, finally figure it out, and they get it out. But they get the time-turner. Two 14-year-olds <laughs> and, like, Delphi an early Diggory. 20-something. Ooh. Delphi what's, Diggory. What's her profession? What's the... She's just, like, Amos's carer. So how is and what way is she qualified to crack the minister of magics? <laughs> it's it's well it's mainly Scorpius because he's like the nerdy one. Ah, yeah, the so because the, the Hermione, <laughs> the Hermione, if you will, he is the Hermione of the group. Yeah, because the the bookcase kind of eats Delphi and Albus for some reason, and then Scorpius is left to kind of figure it out for oh, himself. So she hid the time turn in such a. Like a complicated and smart device, but she didn't lock her office. Nope. Okay. Cool. Well, cool. She, I mean, technically she did, but not against Lohomor. <laughs> Which is the simplest anti-locking spell. Yeah. So, cool. you'll be delighted to know that is the end of part one, act one. Oh my god. Wait, part one, act one? <laughs> we're, we're halfway yes. through the first patch. We're a quarter of the way through okay. all of it. That, wait, so that small bit took an hour and a half? Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, there was a lot. Okay. A lot of extra stuff. Well, let's get back into it then. Yeah. So, Act 2 starts. They go all the way to the Forbidden Forest. They go to the Forbidden Forest because they're going to go back to the first task in oh, yeah. the Triwizard Tournament. Because they remember that the reason why Cedric was there in the graveyard in the first place was because he won with Harry. So they think if they prevent Cedric from winning, he'll never get to the graveyard and he'll never be killed and he'll still be alive. So they go back to the first task and they dress up as Durmstrang students because they think, you know, if we're dressed as Hogwarts students, people are going to be like, who are you? We don't recognize you. So they dress as Durmstrang students. And also, I don't fully understand why, but Delphi doesn't come with them into the past it's not really clear why they're just like you're a bit older and people would be like why are you here you're in your 20s <laughs> so That's odd can't they just polyjuice it can we just throw some I, more polyjuice yeah, on it yeah <laughs> they don't really explain it <laughs> exactly something something some polyjuice on it <laughs> it's not really clear but so they go back and they just kind of I think disarm Cedric during the dragon task and then they leave. But while they're there, Hermione sees them, I think sees them doing that. And so 
is kind of like, ooh, Durham Strength students are kind of sketchy. Um, Still goes to the ball with one of them, though. Messed well, up. Well, yeah. betrayal wrong. She actually doesn't. Oh my god. Oh. Yo. <laughs> yeah, the they get Rita Skeeter timeline. Then they they get I Rita Skeeter is not mentioned throughout the oh, entirety okay. of the thing. Okay. Um, Sidebar Rita yeah. Skeeter. I noticed this one re-listening to the books last summer. So, like, if you're writing news, mm-hmm. like, you don't narrate that you are writing it. In, like, Rita Skeeter's article, it's like, Rita Skeeter, attractive blonde, writes. And then she, like, writes, it's like, you don't, like, why? Yeah, that's the only problem with her journalistic yeah. writing is the first person. I love that. That is weird. That, and she's not, like, a gossip columnist. Like, she does news. I mean, I think it's implied that she's kind of a gossip, you know. Yeah, yeah. she's that type of, but still, like, it, you wouldn't write weird. that you no, were writing You're right. That is a really weird first person way to do that. Yeah, so... Hermione does not end up going to the ball with Crumb because she becomes suspicious of the Durmstrangs. So she actually goes to the ball. This is all like, you find this out after because they just arrive in the present and they're like, did it work? And then they realize Uh, that Ron and Hermione are not together. Oh my God, they killed their cousin. Yes, Rose doesn't exist. Holy shit. Yeah. Which, you would think that they would see this coming, though. I mean, maybe not. They're, they're 14. Like 14. They're 14, but, yeah. And they're, That's fair. They're chaperones. Okay. The girl trio member did not <laughs> yeah. see it coming. <laughs> yeah. So, since Hermione did not go to the ball of Crumb, she actually went with Ron. Where she realized she hated him and never got married. <laughs> no, it's stupider than that. Oh, no. Apparently, since she went with Ron, Ron never got jealous and apparently that jealousy that happened is the no is the basis the, of their the basis of their marriage. Oh, I hate that. That's <laughs> so I hate my wife type shit, bro. <laughs> right. But what the fuck? Cuz like I know some people don't like Ron and Hermione's relationship, but I liked it and yeah. that just kind of like that wasn't the basis the rug of it from yeah. the other, doesn't it? What? Like, no, I thought they got closest in the seventh as well, not the fourth. Exactly. Like, yeah. It was like on their travels and they were like going through all these harsh things. Yeah. It was the jealousy. Of, no, come on. Yeah, I. Yeah, it's messed up. That is how they explain it. That's why they're not together. Is because they went to the ball together, so there was no jealousy apparently. So Ron ends <laughs> the basis up. Basis of any healthy relationship. Yeah. So Ron ends up I'm with the. Um. And all of that, and it didn't even work. Cedric's not alive. Oh no. Because. Because since he failed the first task, he just became even more determined to win. Nah. Yep. Nah, come yep. on. So he still ended up winning uh, in the end with Harry and then getting killed. So then they're like, you know what? We gotta go back. Run it again. <laughs> We've learned nothing. Let's go. Are they not worried that maybe like one of these times they're gonna like screw up the main thing? Like Voldemort's not gonna die? Like they're not they're not worried about that. <laughs> We're about to get oh, there. <laughs> this is so exciting. Yeah, I love the way the first part ended. It's great. So, also, the parents of all of them are, you know, like, where are our children? They're looking for them. They You make him out with them, dog. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they go into the Forbidden Forest to find them. And while Harry's in the Forbidden Forest, he... Um, talks to Bane, the centaur, and oh, yeah. Bane is like, there's a dark cloud over Albus. 
And Harry's like, you're right, it's Scorpius. I hate that kid. Oh, no. He's and then you nothing. know what he does? He, it gets worse. He jumps to conclusions about Scorpius and, and has Professor McGonagall watch both of the boys with the Marauder's Map. Oh. <laughs> he gives her the Marauder's Map, and he's like, if you don't watch the two of them, she, like, doesn't want to do it. And he's like, I am the head of magical law enforcement like you must do this jeez it's crazy so i have so many questions one why is she still at the school because this is like 20 years later and she's still headmistress she was like old though good for her i was thinking that she is really hella old yeah no no no. i love her but she should have retired but also (laughs) when umbridge was there she didn't crack to her pressure she stood up to her why would harry intimidating her change yeah I mean, maybe she was just, like, shocked that one of her former students is, like, a piece of shit, and she's like, oh, my God. But, like... Yeah, it is, like, kind of sinister that he's, like, the head of law enforcement and, like, using that leverage to, like, bully a teacher. Yeah. 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 So, there's kind of a bit where, you know, Albus has to avoid Scorpius, because also Harry tells Albus, don't hang out with Scorpius, or there will... I don't know if he says there will be consequences, but it's implied... Um, threatening his son. Very cool, very cool. Yep. Um, yeah, so there's like a bit where they're kind of like separated and it's awkward, but then they make up. Do they get together at the end? I wish. JK would never it, sign No, off JK on that. would not sign off on it. But there was there was one like scene during that period where they're separated where because they have like moving staircases on stage, yeah. which was which is kind of cool. Yeah. And there was just like a whole like scene like in like part where they're just kind of like longingly looking at each other from like uh, different staircases and stuff delightful. and i was like i really hope these boys get yeah. together in the end because it really they're, d- they're did pining like for that. each other yeah yeah um talk about a stairway to heaven you're insisted on it shove it buddy what <laughs> so the boys decide they need to go back and in order to prevent Cedric from winning, they not even they not only have to prevent him from like doing well on the second test, but they also have to humiliate him. I don't know what the logic is there, but they decide so humiliating him it's is so part of the plan. <laughs> this feels personal. <laughs> <laughs> so, Why can't they just like come up to him and be like, "Bro, you're gonna die" or something? Yeah. We're like divination students. Or like, there's ways yeah. they could. Like, they're clearly not concerned with, like, screwing up the past. You no. Know, screwing up the they're just like, so. doing it. Yeah. So, how do they do it? How do they humiliate him? So, they go to the second task, which is in the lake, and they go down and they use Engorgio so that he inflates. Oh. And he floats out of oh, the lake. God. In front of everyone Damn. and into the air. Devastating. Yeah. Start of his villain art, too, probably. Yeah. True. So, you know, okay, but how does that work? Do you remember, like, how dumb Crumb looked, though, with just a shark? Oh, my God. Yeah, how is that? How is this worse? Because he, he had human arms and body, but he had a shark head. And he was just like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> how is that? Um, I guess helplessly floating out of the water would yeah, I, kind of be a little different. But So, the way the first part ends is Scorpius comes out of the lake and he's like all right like we did it like now we're back in the present and then he's like albus where are you and out from the shadows behind him comes umbridge 
and she's like, Scorpius, what are you doing in the lake? What are you you're Tell making? Me she's not his mom, bro. No, she's not his mom. <laughs> Wait, how would that work? I don't know. I, at this point, I just, I just... Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> She's not <laughs> she's not his mom, but she is headmistress oh, of the gross. school. And she's like, What are you doing? Like you're head boy, you're now you're all wet, like blah 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 blah. Like and the final line of part one is she says, You're upsetting the Dementors and you're ruining Voldemort Day. <laughs> bom, bom, bom. And then, and then <laughs> And then the Dementors fly in and it's like <laughs> like ear splitting, and that's how it. How, that's how the first part wow. ends. What a wow. twist! No, de- definitely a twist. <laughs> and Albus is gone. So he's no longer born. He's no longer because born because they made Cedric Diggory float. <laughs> yes. <life>. Okay. <laughs> Desperately. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm so excited to explain why. Go ahead. I thought you were gonna say something. Oh, I was just gonna ask, like, so how are you feeling, like, physically in the moment? How are you feeling now? Because you've been watching this for almost three hours at this point. You got another two and a half to go. <laughs> you have a two-hour intermission. But the last thing, last words you heard were, "You're ruining Voldemort." <laughs> I like honestly laughed a little bit. I was like, "You're upsetting the Dementors, and you're ruining Voldemort Day." I was like, "That's." That's hilarious. Okay, first of all, the part of that sentence also upsetting the dementors. <laughs> yeah, off negative emotions. What is he doing? He exactly. Like, he's like, he's in despair. They should be like, they should be like, fine with this. I, no, I agree. Sorry, fair yeah. Just a lot of creative decisions. That I, <laughs> I just want to be a fly on the wall in the room with the dude writing this, and in the screen pitch meeting where he like. And he's like, okay, rolling. And at the end of Act 1, which is three hours long, he's like, I love it. I love it so much. Tell me more. He's like, Voldemort Day. Yeah. Banners unfurl yeah. with the, like, death, death mark yeah. on it. And they get the little, I don't know, what do they got? What do you do at parades? Oh, what, do you sell, what do you do to celebrate? They got floats. Yeah, yeah. They got floats. They got... I, just, um... Yeah. Uh, crazy. So then you wait two hours. And then you go back. How did you spend the two hours? I had dinner, and I called him. Nice. What'd you have for dinner? I had Thai food. Oh. Yeah. I had Thai. It was good. Nice. 